and gentlemen, boys and girls, step right up to the Bread and Circuses podcast, where your hosts talk about anything they damn well please. So strap in while Rome burns and enjoy the clown show. Welcome back once again to the Bread and Circuses, uh, the the thing, you know, the thing. And I'm here with uh, this is Rooster with the uh, the guy. Say hi, guy. Hello. <laughs> I had to make fun of Biden there. Yeah, uh, he is a bumbling fuck. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's just like daily now. <laughs> Did you see? I didn't even hear the whole transcript of the one he had like yesterday. Where he starts talking about, like, if you can be a quartermaster in the Army, you can run a department store, something like that. <laughs> I didn't even hear what the context of it, it was. but It was ridiculous. It, he's, it's like, he's like, he's like uh, um, Mr. Burns from The Symptoms, Simpsons when he's talking about, like, no, no, not Mr. Burns, um, Grandpa Simpson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> where he's talking about, like, putting a bead on his belt to keep away the wolves or something. Back in the war, we put a bead on our belt. <laughs> a what? A bead? Oh, okay. I don't know. It was something ridiculous. Everybody's like, look at him like, what the fuck? Well, I remember hearing this, uh, a boxer years ago talk about how he knew when he was too old was when you can see an opening and you can't get there. And I think Biden's having, I don't know if Biden's got any dementia or anything like that. I'm not a doctor. I'm not even going to try. But I can see there's times it looks to me like he, he, his brain is telling him the thing he wants to say. But he can't get there fast enough to say it. Like his words bunch up in his mouth and he gets lost and yeah. he's like, shit, where am I going with this? Yep. And he's in a position where you can't say, oh, I lost my train of thought there, which is something I do pretty much every day. You know, we're talking about something and I can't remember what it was. <laughs> well, he did another uh, like a speech. He he was talking to Hispanics, and did you hear about this, where he pulled out his phone and he started playing some... Uh... Not only hear about it, I heard it. So the song he played was something from... Despacito. Okay, something here. And if you look at the lyrics, it's about sniffing women. Yeah. It's like, dude, are you fucking kidding me? Did someone fuck... Did someone on your staff troll you? I know. Does someone hate you on your staff <laughs> and decide to fuck with you and tell you, hey, you're going to be in front of a bunch of Hispanics like Mexicans? Play this on your phone, and then they're gonna love you, and and they're like laughing behind his back because he's known for being a sniffer, like a child sniffer. Well, they're they're Puerto Ricans, and this is a Puerto Rican song, apparently. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's the Hillary Clinton hot sauce in her purse thing all over again. Yeah, but but then you look at the lyrics and stuff. I know. It's, a, it's it's basically about being a creeper and sniffing women and my scent and this and that and it's like exactly what he does. It's like oh. It's no, about dude. being a very aggressive male. Yeah. You know. And with his history, <laughs> put those two together. The best part of the whole thing was they go, they said, uh, he says, oh, I got something for you here. Uh, hang on a minute. Hold on a minute. I'm <laughs> old and I can't figure out technology. Plays it off his phone. Yeah. It's all tinny. <laughs> I know. It's, it's like if you were going to do that, at least have your staff do a little bit, you know, production and make it sound good. Well, try and try and picture this. As unbiased as you can, who if you if there were a hundred people in that room, I mean, understanding that you don't like Joe Biden, um, although I'm not sure. Have you been clear on that? <laughs> uh, if you don't like Joe Biden, there's a hundred people in that room. Say, and I mean that's ten times the amount of people he gets at a campaign event. So, <laughs> um, but let's say there's a hundred people in that room who are, you know, moderately predisposed to him. What percentage of them heard that and went, all right, this guy's got it. And what percent went, are you fucking kidding me? I think most of them would have been in the uh, in the camp of, are you fucking kidding me? I think so, too. It, even even if you're like, yeah, I can go with Joe. Joe, he seems like a good enough guy. And then you hear that and you go, fucking pandering motherfucker. Yeah. I would, I would do the same thing with Trump. If he did something like that, I'd be like, oh, I'd like cringe. I'd be like, oh, fuck. Dude, he just pandered hard. Would you? I would. I'm trying. I don't know. I think. I think you're wrong. You think you, you think I'm like uh like a hardcore no blind it, Trump supporter. I, I heard. Don't think so I heard Rush today. I was in the car and I was listening to a little bit of his thing, and he said 
that a lot of Hispanic males are coming over to I, – I can't remember if he was – I don't think this was his opinion. I think he was citing this, uh, but I, I came in partway through the explanation. He was saying that a lot of Hispanic males are migrating over to Trump because men in general right now are like, when is it going to be okay to be a guy again? Right. You know, to just be a masculine guy, not a macho prick, but just be like a guy. And it's really not cool. And Trump is like – America, fuck yeah. And that appeals to the guys in yeah. that sense. And I think if he was like... Yeah, no apologies. Yeah. You know, stand stand by what you say. And so I suppose you could call... If, if he got up there and played James Brown's Living in America, he'd probably be like, fuck yeah. Speaking of songs, did you hear about that Trump loves his... Fa- you know Trump's favorite video, music video? Mm-mm. Did you hear about this? I don't. Where did this come up? I was listening to my our, our Minnesota morning radio conservative talk Justice show, and Drew, and they brought it up, and I can't remember the context of where they brought this up from, but it came out that the that Trump has a favorite music video of all time. He says this is the number one video of all time. Are you and, trolling me here? Nope. And okay. he actually made his staff watch the video. He's like, "This is the best video of all time." They're like, "Yeah, yeah, we agree." And he's like, "No, you got to watch it." <laughs> this really happened. Uh, I think. I don't think Kaylee McEnany was part of that. This was before that, but uh, it's. Can you have? Do you have any idea, no. Rooster? It's November Rain by Guns N' Roses. Really? Trump loves November Rain by Trump's uh, by Guns N' Roses. Well, it's got Stephanie Seymour in it, so yeah. so it's like a nine-minute music video, and and he thinks it's the best music video of all time, and he makes sure his whole staff knows that, and he's like tried to get them to play it at events and actually i think they just recently did play that at events. but it's not quite the upper kind of like high energy music that you'd want to play at a at a rally but he's just very much into that it's just well funny. it had stephanie seymour in it mm-hmm. and she's one of the hottest women who's ever existed right it's and like uh that white snake video with uh tony katane tony katane dancing on the hood um, mm-hmm. you can't beat that either uh stephanie seymour beats tony yeah? katane okay um, but, but, uh, I, I've heard that, well, not heard, read Axel Rose absolutely hates Trump. <laughs> he hates him, but Axel Rose is an idiot. And that's the thing. It's like, okay, good. I'm yeah. glad you hate him because I don't like you. I my, think you're an idiot. My oldest who's way into music, uh, shows me this list of the top, top 10 singers ever. And, um, Freddie Mercury's on the list. Yeah. And he, he, oh, loves, yeah, he loves Queen. He thinks Queen's awesome. And uh, and Axl Rose was like number three on there. I think Axl Rose is a horrible singer. But I mean, they oh, had like. I wouldn't call that horrible, but I think he's. No, like I very, think he's horrible. I think he's limited. Oh, they were talking about his range. Oh, no, no. The fact that he can screech high yeah. doesn't mean you have great range. Um, but like Aretha Franklin's in there. Yeah. Totally understand yep. that. I think Billie Holiday, too. Okay. Uh, I mean, great list. There was some. Uh, some either Indian or uh, or uh, Middle Eastern guy I'd never heard of or something, but but yeah, a lot of people. Freddie Mercury makes the list, but I've just since I've been going. Axl Rose is a terrible singer. Yeah, I think and, Freddie Mercury would be like as if you go, who's oh, the yeah. one of the best singers? Yeah, that that'd be top of my list. Yeah, he was awesome. And uh, so then um, <laughs> I we were. He'll see this every once in a while. He'll play a Guns N' Roses song and be like, you still think he's a terrible singer? I'm like, yeah, and this song's proven it. Welcome to the Jungle is a great song, but he's not there for his his uh, singing ability. Well, I mean, he's not a bad singer, and he can hit those like high, rough notes that, are, that basically would shred anybody else's voice, and he can get through a whole song doing that. That's pretty impressive. He's a bad singer. <laughs> okay. Are we yeah, going to fight over this? You also think – no, because I'm right. You also, also think, think you're a good, a good singer. karaoke singer. So, no, you're not. <laughs> I, say, when I, I say I'm a good karaoke singer. I'm not a great karaoke singer. There's a difference. I believe you're on tape saying you're okay. a great one. One more Axl Rose thing before we get into the real stuff here. I saw a thing on Twitter a little while back that was this woman who posted a picture of like 1990 – Circa Axl Rose. Mm-hmm. And uh, it says, where are the men like this? And Axl Rose, how he looks now, responded. He goes, here I am. And oh, she goes, God. she goes, uh, no. And he responds back, I'm literally the guy in the picture. Not anymore you aren't. <laughs> I know, but oh, still. That dude let himself go. <laughs> I saw him. Uh, I saw Billy Joel. 
play a couple summers ago uh, here in Minneapolis. And Billy Joel is awesome. He puts on a great show. It was fantastic. But Axl Rose, who's now the lead singer for ACDC. What? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, Brian Johnson retired. I yeah, he did a couple oh, years ago. That's news to me. Um, so he retired, and uh, so Axl Rose was doing the gig, and huh. ACDC was in town at the same time. So he had him come out and did uh, – I can't remember what song he did. Um, oh, um, it was either Highway to Hell or Back in Black. Mm-hmm. But then he he did Big Shot. He came back later and did Big Shot, and he, he was going too fast. Mm. You know, he was singing too fast. It was like, dude – not good. Not good yeah. You're half a beat ahead of the band. Did Billy uh, Joel call him out? I don't know. Nope. No. Oh, that's like he should. He said he should have just stopped. And said, Boom. We're done here. Next song. Yeah. If you have a chance to see Billy Joel in concert, just go. Oh yeah. I mean, he's got great songs. God, he was so good. And uh, he does. <laughs> I'm really good at Billy Joel songs on uh, on karaoke. By the way. <laughs> the the look roosters give me right now. And if we're me, done. If you guys could see that. Uh, you know what that reminds me of? Kid Rock. So Kid Rock is not a good singer. How dare you? Yeah. No. Uh, he started. <laughs> he started out with rap, but he actually he actually is not a rapper. He doesn't. That's not like his preferred genre. He likes like country and he likes uh, like uh, you know um, '70s rock that kind of stuff. And Leonard Skinner kind of stuff. Yeah, and and Southern rock. And he he sometimes can get away with it. He can sometimes pull it off, but not. Like most of the time he can't. So if you're like live and you go, boom, sing something and he tries, he, he'll fail. So he like there's like a very limited amount of time he can actually sing well. Um, and he's like a karaoke singer. You know, he's not he's not like a professional, um, but he's got charisma. So that makes up for it. But I heard him sing like he was at a somebody like uh, played a like a phone video of him where he was at a bar and it was someone's birthday. And he sang uh, "Happy Birthday" to that person, and he started too high. <laughs> so when it got to the higher part of "Happy Birthday," his voice just fucking blew out. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, this guy sucks. <laughs> but I have heard from multiple people that a Kid Rock show it's is fun. a great yeah. show. That's the thing; you don't have to be an awesome singer. You have to have that charisma and that stage presence, and that's what he has. Yeah, that's, that's what matters. But also, he does get drunk a lot, <laughs> and kind of fucks up his shows by getting too drunk. Yeah, well, so. Axel Rose never showed up on time for one yeah. of his. God, he would be like two hours late. Well, we've been on tangents. I know. Holy cow. And everybody who normally listens to this goes, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I want to be angry at Democrats. Yeah, okay, what's the top, what's your first topic, Rooster? Uh, mine, was, mine wasn't even about politics. I was going to talk about, uh, I saw a thing today that Caitlyn Jenner is going after Joe Rogan for a joke Joe Rogan told... In his 2016 Netflix special. And the joke basically was, here is, I'm going to dead name her. Bruce Jenner, Olympic gold medal winner, you know, who is living with the Kardashians. And next thing you know, living with all those crazy bitches, they're like, he's, Joe Rogan, like, climbs up on the stool and, like, does this little uh, shriveled voice. Like, he's a little gargoyle. And he's, like, they're whispering his ear every night, bro. You know, it's a funny joke. Yeah. And uh, so they all, turned him crazy. All of a sudden, uh, uh, Caitlyn Jenner comes out and says, my daughters are way more successful. Oh, I'm sorry. I should do it the way he talks. My daughters are more successful. Yeah. <laughs> Who's that? Jenner? Caitlyn Jenner. Oh. No, they've got the vocal fry. You know what that is? What? That's where they go. Uh, whatever. <laughs> Did you see my yard? It's so cool. I watched. It's called Vocal Fry. They I watched ten minutes of that show one time, and it's ten minutes of my life. I will never get back. Oh my god! It was so fucking stupid. No, anyway, it's so cool. So he says, "Oh, they work their ass off, you know, doing all this stuff, and they're very successful and way more successful than him. They have more money than him." Hold up. <coughs> you won't edit that out. Of course. Um, not. Yeah, of course not. So. Way more money than Joe Rogan. I'm like, he doesn't fucking care. He doesn't care. He's got enough to do whatever the hell he wants. You know, how much do you need? But so you're going on and on about this stuff from back then. But the part I thought was funny was it said in the article, you know, the former Olympic gold medal winner. And I wanted to go, no, no, no. That was Bruce Jenner. Hold on. Yeah. 
if you're going to be dead named as Bruce, <laughs> bitch, you don't get the gold medal. <laughs> that was Bruce. That was your dead name self. <laughs> yeah, you can't claim credit yeah. for that. That's when you were a man. Yeah, and so if you can claim credit for that medal, then we can call you fucking Bruce. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, I love it. That's the that's collagen a gr- that injected is a great lips. Point. Yeah. If there's ever a collagen shortage, just mine Caitlyn Jenner's lips. You'll find it. Oh my god. That's, my, that's perfect. My daughter's most yeah, successful. Don't, don't, yeah, Caitlyn, don't ever claim credit. Don't ever claim you have a gold medal. Because if you do that, you're claiming Bruce Jenner's gold medal, and we can fucking call you Bruce. That's uh, that's, that's ac- great. That's accolade appro- appro- uh, appropriation. <laughs> you can't just yeah, appropriate. I never thought of that. That's actually pretty good. That man, who you are not anymore, because we can't we can't even acknowledge you. I mean, if you have a Bruce Jenner well, Wheaties it's called dead naming, if you have a Bruce Jenner Wheaties box somewhere, you're a hateful bigot. You know? Yeah. Well, I'm going to transition from that because that reminds. So dead naming that's a no no for trans. Okay. Like like so, if you called Caitlyn Jenner Bruce, it's like no no no, that's dead naming. Well, if that name is fucking dead to you, that means any accomplishments you made under that name are dead. Okay. Yeah. So I uh, think so too. We were talking about Gina Carano and how she's fucking awesome. She is awesome. So she, she uh, was a former MMA fighter, female, obviously um, hot as shit. You're not going to tell me she's a man now, are you? No. Oh, thank God. Um, but she transitioned from talk about transition from MMA fighting into act acting. Um, she's not the greatest actress, but she's got charisma and she's good looking. That's all you need. Well, and she went it with roles that work for her. Yeah. So she started out with a movie called Haywire, which is actually pretty good. It's a fun movie. Um, she's with uh, some big name actors too in that movie. I can't remember uh, uh, what's was, his name. Tatum uh, Tatum Channing, the guy with two first Channing names. Tatum. <laughs> I, always, I, I, I saw backwards. him. I saw him interviewed on that, and they were. I mean, they show the. I saw him like on Kimmel or something years ago. And they showed the initial scene in that where they the two of them fight in a diner. And uh, the stuntman, Gina Carano, was saying that the stunt – well, this is – I always get Josh Hartnett and Channing Tatum mixed up because oh, they look it. about the same. Really? Yeah. Josh Hartnett is like a beanpole. He's like super skinny. Yeah. Well, same – He's from Minnesota. I know. Same face. But uh, so Channing Tatum said – that the stuntmen were always asking Gina Carano, like, how would this fight go? You know? and That's funny. And so I think it was Kimmel, and he flat out asked him, he goes, could she beat you up? And he, without hesitation, he goes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Easily. He goes, she'd kick my ass. So. Uh, so she, she's, we talked about this in the last episode, probably the last couple episodes, I think we brought it up, that, so she's been, um, she starned in, like a, a co-star role in the Mandalorian. Yeah, in one of the episodes. Which is the Disney Plus Star Wars series. And it's one of the few Disney things for Star Wars that doesn't suck. Yeah, they they did Rogue One was another one that was really good. And what's funny about that is, you know, they always talk about how right wingers are like misogynistic and hate strong women. Mm-hmm. We don't. We like strong women. We like we like them depicted in movies. We just like to be like it to be like um not the Mary Sue, which is Mary Sue. If you haven't heard that term, it means that you put a interject a woman into a into a story, and she has no flaws, and she can do no wrong, and you're basically, you know, saying that uh, you're saying that raw raw feminist women, you know, hear me roar kind of shit. Like Charlize, was it Char- Charlize Theron? Like a t- atomic blonde, yeah, yeah, or Mad Max or yeah. any of that stuff. Like, any any action like movie with her in there. Awesome, badass women, and and they can they're just as good, no better than men. And it's like fucking stop it. Yeah, like like I don't mind having a female lead character, action character that kicks ass. That's that's great. I love it. But you you have to have flaws to make them relatable, to make them like believable, and 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 you have to acknowledge that women physiologically are not as strong as men. So you have to like make up for that in way. One way to make up for that is that they're super powered. Yeah. It's easy. Or science, like with science fiction, they have augmentations, which is cool. I, I think that's awesome. That I will totally. Are you, are you talking about boobs? Well, sure. There's nothing wrong with that either. <laughs> um, but, uh, 
yeah, the, the Mary Sue thing is like like Ray from Star Wars. Yeah. Um, they ruined the Star Wars movies because they made the main character basically she could do like force powers. Yeah, they go from nothing to super powered. And, and like she was so much better than all the men. And it's obviously feminist bullshit. So what one thing is they go, well, you guys, you conservative guys just don't like uh, strong women. No, we like strong women in our in our movies and video games and whatever. But a good example is Ripley from Aliens. Yeah. Um, in the first Alien, uh, she was the only survivor of the alien attack. <sighs> now you've ruined it. Yeah. <laughs> and then in Aliens, which is the superior film, Aliens is one of my all-time favorite movies, um, she she fights the xenomorph, the alien, but she doesn't doesn't just like rah rah hear me roar kick its ass like as a woman with no flaws she outthinks it she outthinks it and she uses technology to help her augment herself so right. she gets into like this um this uh, mech kind of thing this uh this it's a loader exoskeleton cargo loader yes, yeah. exoskeleton and fights the alien that way and she's not like flawless she's like scared as hell doing this but, mm-hmm. she, but she does it because she needs to that's great yeah it's believable um, and Rogue One was a great movie. Rogue One was was great because they had the same thing. And Where, all the stuff with Ray sucks. Yeah. So uh, back to G- Gina Carano. Um, Who doesn't suck. Yeah. Uh, she has been brought into the Star Wars universe as a bounty hunter in the T- the Mandalorian series, which is a great re- kind of a rate. They realized that they fucked up on the movies and they decided John Favreau, who's actually not conservative guy he's very sjw but he understands that you can't just like discard the the old fans and the male perspective you have to like give them yeah he did all the avengers movies yeah he's he's even though he seems like a very liberal guy very sjw kind of guy he he knows what he doesn't want to alienate everybody or his his, half of his audience he's trying to bring everybody in so he made the mandalorian which was like a classic star wars um, series like the storyline was classic Star Wars, but he brought in Gina Carano as a bounty hunter who was a kick-ass female, and it worked and it was awesome. So the problem with that is that she is not a pushover and she's not SJW obsessed. So she's on Twitter and these all these Twitter bullies are coming after her. Like, why don't you have your pronouns in your in your Twitter um, name? So what a lot of people do nowadays on Twitter is they put their name or what they go, their hashtag or whatever. And then they go, he, he, what he, him, what's the three that, Zer? Zer, whatever. So yeah, Zer, Zer, whatever, or she, her. So they, they'll say, I'm, I, this is what you have to refer to me as she or her or them or they, you know, that kind of shit. Well, she's not pull- she doesn't put any of that in her. And they're like, well, why don't you put your pronouns in your hashtag? And she's like, because I'm a woman. I don't. It's obvious I'm a woman. I don't need to do that. And they're like, well, then you're a hater. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. I know. So we were talking about how she's not putting up with that shit. Well, just recently. She ain't having it. She ain't having it. So she kind of like fighting back against the, uh, the the woke bullies is what we call them. They're woke because they're all about like uh, you know gender equality and this that you know all the SJWQIA plus bullshit um, and she's like no you know I'm not I don't hate transgender people I think they're fine but I'm not going to get bullied into this kind of semantic bullshit yeah and and they go well Gina really honestly your co-star or the star of the Mandalorian Pedro whatever his name is the the guy who plays the Mandalorian he puts his pronouns in why don't you? And she goes, I talk to him and I get the, pro- I get the perspective. I listen to him and I said, that's great. If you want to do that, I'm not going to do it. And then she just got fucking bullied by all the, the SJWs and all the trans activists and saying, Oh, you're just a hater and you're, you know, a Trump supporter and all kinds of bullshit. Um, and she's like, no, it's just that I don't, I'm not going to, I'm not going to fall for the, for the, the bullying tactics you guys are pulling. And finally she just said, okay, fine. I'm going to, she didn't say this, but she she just kind of surreptitiously did this, where she goes, she put her pronouns in her, so she put her name and then her pronouns, and that was beep boop bop, <laughs> and that just pissed them off to no end, because she's basically making fun of it. Well, she's not taking the knee. Yeah, you gotta bend the knee. So there, there, there's a, a concerted effort now from the very small minority of Twitter activists that actually have a very, they have a lot of power. 
Mm-hmm. Um, they're trying to get her canceled. Only it's, if you acknowledge them, though. Yeah, it's called cancel culture. But a lot of these big companies do acknowledge them and think they're like think they speak for the majority of people, and they don't. Right. It's like the squeaky wheel syndrome. Um, but she's not. She's not backing down. She's not apologizing, and she's. She's not like doubling down, but she's like kind of giving them little tweaks going, yeah, fuck you. She's like, I, I don't, I like, you know, I'm a, I'm an advocate for anybody for uh, LGBTQIA plus whatever. I'm an advocate. I don't have a problem with that, but don't sit there and bully me into, into doing shit because I'm not going to have it. And I love that. It makes me just really love her more. Um, so it's just been going on and on and on. And I'm actually concerned because she's in She's in the second season of Mandalorian because she was in the first season. She wasn't killed off, and she was a character people really liked. Um, she's in the second season. They already filmed, but now with all this, uh, with all the attacks against her and all the uh, hashtag stuff and like going to Disney and going, you guys are very LGBTQIA plus WTF BBQ positive. So why don't why, this woman really hates trans people? Why don't you fire her? You need to get rid of her. And I'm worried that that's gonna that's gonna stick. You know who's in charge of whether or not she works there, though, Favreau. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, if Favreau has a personal relation relationship with her and likes her, that's fine. Then he he's not gonna fire her. But if he doesn't, he might do it. I don't think he will. Do you think he has that like a personal relationship with her? Like, do you think he? Why are you winking? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think John Favreau. Like you said, I think he's very left. I've seen some stuff he said on Twitter that's that's you know very very left. However, he did not screw up the Avengers movies. In fact, he kind of went the opposite direction. He took a bunch of shit for when Captain America and uh, Bucky are standing there going, "Hey, remember when we used to chase girls and everything?" And people were like, "Oh, okay, so here we go with this stuff." Then you know this toxic masculinity and he basically said yeah whatever um so i just i think he's above that stuff and big enough to be able to say this is what i want to do okay so if you don't or haven't followed gina carano or watched the mandalorian you know support her if you can in any way because i think she deserves it she's awesome uh, but I want. We need to move on. So I wanted to talk about this. Did you hear about this rooster? This cop. That, you want to talk about stabbing cops? No, I want to talk about cops that have been stabbed. I don't okay. want to stab cops. Uh, so in South Carolina, a police chief answered his door and was stabbed in the face with an ice pick. Ah. Uh. Yeah. So uh, this is from New York Post. Uh, the author is Jackie Salo says, a South Carolina police chief was stabbed in the face by a man who told him that he was going to die today when he answered the door, authorities said. Uh, and the, 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 South, the city's called, uh, and I'm, I might be mispronouncing this, it's uh, Banu, B-O-N-N-E-A-U. Don't know. Sounds right, Banu. The Banu Isn't police... he the lead singer for YouTube? <laughs> I almost, yeah, I almost said that. Uh, police chief of Franco Fuda said he heard a knock at his door Monday and went out to meet the suspect who was later identified as Forrest Bowman. Fuda said Bowman told him he was going to die today and stabbed him under his left eye with an ice pick, leaving him covered with blood, the outlet reported. The assailant took off for his mobile home and refused to come out in a standoff with authorities. Um, Berkeley County deputies sent a scout robot to his trailer before making entry to arrest him, who was naked and screaming, authorities said. A judge denied bond Tuesday for Bowman, who faces charges that include attempted murder and assault. Here's the thing. The Democrats right now are fomenting this kind of stuff. You're only going to get one thing out of this? Yeah. The The attitude right now towards law enforcement is, is that they are the enemy. And you've got the Democrats and the media basically amplifying that. So you get these crazies. Um, going, hey, I'm going to be a hero. I, I can be a hero. I yeah. can go and stab this guy in the face, and everybody's going to say, hey, this guy was a hero. So I can be the school shooter who lives. Yeah. So so they they are fomenting this. They're making this happen. And the Black Lives Matter rhetoric is the same thing. You're getting a bunch of um, uh, the black supremacist types. So 
Yeah. There, there's a lot. There's more of that going on than you think, than most people think, of black supremacy. So there's the Farrakhan, you know, subset of of, of the community that, um, Far- Louis Farrakhan is a um, complete racist that that basically hates white people, and he's got a big platform. And there's a lot of in the black community, a lot of people that listen to him, and they might not admit it, but they do. And he's he's very anti-white. He's a, a black racist. He believes in the superior superiority of black people. Over you can white just people. say racist. Yeah. So he, you know, he talks about all kinds of silly shit like uh, how, you know, uh, in ancient times, the big headed scientists created the white cave dweller and they're genetically inferior and all that kind of shit. And the only reason that the cave dwellers were able to um, gain um superiority or like a position of power over black people is because they have no soul so they are they are create their white people have were created as like i don't know a serving class or something i'm not exactly sure well he may have been a big-headed scientist but it didn't really work did it yeah well what he's saying is the reason that they were able to to um to gain power over black people is because black people have souls Okay. White people don't. So evil was able to manipulate the good, the the good and 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 um, uh, the, I can, the empathetic I can, black people. I can shoot that argument down though. How's that? In the Christian tradition, what is it the devil is after? Souls. Yeah. Yeah. So why would he want anything to do with white people? Yeah. But so so people talk about how you know, and, and this is what's what's ridiculous about the. Uh, we're talking about a white privilege and the and the and the white power structure and whatever, and there's only the only racism you can have racism you can have is racism from people that are in power. That's nonsense. That's just made up bullshit to try to supplant right. the actual definition of racism. Racism, pure and simple, is if you believe that one race is genetically superior to another race. That's all racism is. Isn't it generally believing your race? Is no, I mean, you can be one of those people be like, uh, you know, a, a sycophant for like you can be a, a white guy that thinks Japanese people are awesome and that they're superior to all other white people. I mean, it, it then you'd be Steven Seagal, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, but if you believe one race is superior to another race, now you can believe. And, and it's true that there are genetic differences in different races that make them um, have a proclivity <gasps> to have just yeah, say that to have a proclivity to to be uh, better at certain things. Generally speaking, not specifically, but generally speaking, and that's just fine. But if you treat people differently based on you know that that um, ideology, then you're a racist. Man, you're back on the big words again. Uh was I? I don't. Yeah. Even think I, I don't yeah. remember what I said. But the you're words and goodly today. But this guy stabbing this uh, police chief with an ice pick. I don't even know if he was black. I don't care what his race was. The the it's the Black Lives Matter fomenting right, the hatred of the cops. Right. That's what it is. And so, and if you look at there's Caitlin Bennett uh, is a young lady who has a YouTube channel, and she has um, she goes out to these you know, beaches, she goes to college campuses and she interviews leftist students, which is pretty much all of them. And she's very smart and she comes from the right and she has all kinds of facts and statistics, but it doesn't matter because they are just indoctrinated to no end. They're, they're, they're stuck in their, uh, their being, uh, useful idiots Mm -hmm. and they aren't going to change their thoughts. So, they won't have a dialogue or a discussion with her. They're shouted down. Just recently, she went to a I can't remember which college she went to, but she got ran out of there and almost. I mean, it was it got so violent that it looked like she, her and her security team were going to get hurt. Um, but they, where where was it going with this? The, the BLM is trashing the yeah. cops. So if you look at these videos of her going to these colleges, and it's not just her, there's other people that do the same thing, and they interview these students and they talk to them. You you hear. The result of this indoctrination, they are steeped in Marxist indoctrination, which is that America sucks, capitalism is bad, white people are the, the the driving force of every problem in America, and that what we need is to put white people in their place and also usher in socialism, communism. That That's basically what it comes down to. And right now, the Black Lives Matter movement is, is all about 
Black Lives Matter is is just another form of the the Marxists coming in and using a movement to further their agenda, which is destruction of capitalism, destruction of the American ideal, and bringing forth Marxist, Stalinist, communist. It's all the same shit. It all leads to the same thing. Um, communism. Well, for me, you know, I've, I've thought about this a lot. When I went to college, there was just as much of this, I think, communism and Marxism and stuff around. There wasn't as much of a racial component. But what there really was, was there was a resistance to having to apologize for stuff. If somebody said, oh, what you said was racist, you went, fuck you. It was not. You know, or they'll be like, oh, you're racist or you hate gay people or whatever. And you just looked at them and went, whatever. Now you actually run the risk of being thrown out of college. Yeah, and, and now with cancel culture, you run the risk of not only getting thrown out of college, but if you are working at a job, you get, you get you, there's a serious risk of losing your job. Or if you run a business, of having your business shut down and losing the ability right. to feed your family. Mm-hmm. It's not Because that's it, what they want. Yeah, they, they, they don't want to just silence you. They want to destroy you. And um, that's all part of this, you know, the Saul Alinsky, you know, rules for radicals bullshit and how to basically and and, and uh, George Soros, who wants to destabilize countries and just gets off on it, just wants to destroy countries for the sake of it because he can because he's done it before. and He wants to do it to America. He wants to do it to the biggest country in the world. Nine years old, going to die soon. Uh, yeah, I got fingers crossed. And yes, I do. I do wish for people to die. And if somebody ever comes up to me and goes, you know. Do, do black lives matter? Like, all of them? No. But I also don't believe all white lives matter either. Like who? Who doesn't? And then also... George Soros? Yeah. And then also, <laughs> if, if somebody... I've talked about this before, probably... I don't know if we talked this in, in the podcast, but privately, if somebody comes up to me... Because I'm, I'm on edge. I, I'm ready for a fight. But if some someone comes up to me um, shoving their, their fucking fist up in the air and saying, you know, hey, do black lives matter? I mean, my answer is going to be... Well, fuck no. I don't believe I, there's some lives that don't matter. But I think the number one thing that really piss them off, go, I know I'm 100% pro-life. That's going to piss them off. <laughs> right you know what I'm going to do? If somebody comes up and does the power fist, like in front of me like that, yeah. holds their hand up, I'm going to go, hey, high five. Put my hand up like that. If they go to high five me, I'm going to snap a picture and go, oh, you seek hiling bastard. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah. So, but but all this right now, this this racial... Um, trying to get people racially at each other is just—it's just a way to make chaos, and that's what the uh, Marxists want. They want—they want chaos. They want people at each other's throats. They don't want unit—you know, national unity. They want us to believe, well, yeah, our nation sucks because everybody hates each other, and it's just not. This isn't the way to go. We need to go with socialism, communism, that's the, and that's what's happening. So you're getting more and more of. So when they say that the police are the enemy. The reason they're saying that police are the enemy is like it's not just an anti-authority, anti-capitalism, um, you know, attitude. Because when the communists take over, they're going to have authority for sure. Mm-hmm. And the top, you know, point zero zero one percent of the communists are going to be the ones living a great life. Um, it's it's not just that they they hate authority because they don't. They hate the structure of civility and the structure that keeps our country from descending into chaos and part of that is rules the rule of law and um they they want to tie that to um the authority of america saying that well this is a white country that was built on racism it's built on slavery it was built on uh, european values and that's not you know that's not that that's evil and but the police are part of that white power structure so they go even if the police officer that's 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 um, you know putting his boot on the neck of the black suspect is even if that police officer is black, it's because he is doing it in service of whiteness. Yeah, he's showing his whiteness. Yeah, and Oprah Winfrey, we've said this before, says the same shit. That fucking she's she's a hateful bitch, and I and and she and she had um, she took all that goodwill over the years of all these white people and white executives and white, whatever that said, Hey, you're awesome. We love you. Make a billion dollars. She took all that instead of saying, Hey, I'm appreciative of being an American. And I'm, and I, and I'm, I'm an example of what you can do as a black person in this country. She turned around and said, fuck you. Didn't she appropriate white people's money? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, if you want to talk about appropriation, sure. I mean, people were buying her cookbooks and stuff 
I mean, she appropriated their money. Yeah. So I, I want to transition real quick again to – so we talk about this police chief getting stabbed in the face in the ice pick. I, I want to – I was going to read it a little bit, but God, there's a picture of this guy. I'm like, my God. <laughs> like right under the eye. So like like right above the cheekbone mm-hmm. or below the cheekbone. But I want to talk about those two cops that were ambushed in Compton. You heard mm-hmm. about that, right? Yep. Two sheriff's deputies. Yeah. So this is from Fox News. Uh, Compton ambush leaves two L.A. County sheriff deputies fighting for their lives. Quote, this was an unprovoked cowardly act, a state lawmaker says. Manhunt was underway in California early Sunday after two Los Angeles County sheriff deputies were shot in their patrol car Sunday by a suspect who opened fire without warning or provocation, authorities said. The deputies, a 24-year-old man and a 31-year-old woman, were both in critical condition fighting for their lives as they underwent surgery following the attack, which occurred around 7 p.m. local time outside, and that was broad daylight at 7, outside a metro rail station Compton, according to Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department. Uh, and I listened to some of the audio of the, the, the female sheriff calling in, and you could barely understand her because she was shot through the jaw. Yeah. Um, and she helped save the life of her partner by tying a tourniquet around his arm and uh, keeping him from bleeding out. And she was trying to radio in to dispatch to say, hey, you know, two cops, we were just shot. And I listened to it, and it was a heartbreaking because she's trying to convey, hey, but she could barely speak because her she had been shot in that fucking jaw. What a, what a, I mean, that's awesome. I mean, talk about, like, uh, heroes and, and tough women and, and strong women. Teachers are the real heroes. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, but then afterwards, you have, as this just happened, there were bystanders. There were people in the neighborhood, and they started pulling out their phones uh, and recording the incident. And here's one guy. I don't have his name. I don't even fucking care what his name is. But he started live streaming it, mm-hmm. and he was laughing about it. So here's here. We're going to play the audio of what this guy did, um, after, like right after the video happened when the cops were shot and they were struggling to survive. God damn. Nigga just aired the police out, nigga. They just aired the police out, nigga. It go up and come. Them niggas just got aired out, cuz. They just bust on them niggas, cuz. That's crazy. Damn. Oh, it goes down and come. Oh, they just got bust on. That nigga on a knee. Damn. Now you hear in the background. No justice, no peace. Yeah, so all the black people recording. So there's a, a group of black people that pull out their cell phones right now. And here's the thing. I'm not racist. But you sure as fuck are trying to make me racist by pulling this shit. Yeah. Uh, um, and I, God, it's a good thing. You know, I'm not an idiot <laughs> and I don't, I don't, you're not. Yeah. And I don't, I don't say every black person is this way, but man, well, this, at least not on a hot in mic. In this area, in this culture, obviously this neighborhood, everybody that was there was a piece of shit. Well, how about this? How about we just take the cops out of those areas? Yeah. So, so yeah, black lives matter. You deserve this. Um, the police start showing up in the video here. I'm going to keep playing it. They, okay. the, the actual dispatch starts showing. The police start coming. And there's other people. The guy that's talking is talking all kinds of shit and laughing. But there's also other guys that are recording the police showing up and talking shit and screaming at the police like, fuck you and you guys deserve this kind of stuff. So let's okay. keep playing here. They just got bust on, nigga. They just got aired out. They just got aired out, nigga. It's going up. Somebody bust on their ass. Somebody bust on the police. Police out, nigga. So the, yeah, two sheriff down. Excited, like happy. And then after this happens, when they transport them to the, to the hospital, uh, there used to be a hospital in Compton. But it got shut down because it was so fucking incompetent because they had no standards. They were just, you know, because the, the soft racism of low expectations allowed this hospital to just to become just a shit show. And they finally had to shut it down because they couldn't get accredited and saying as a, as a trauma center saying, no, you guys have too, far too many mistakes and deaths. 
we're not going to credit you as a trauma center. So they shut the hospital down. So these cops were taken to a private hospital further away, mm-hmm. which sucks because in, in that period of time, they could have died, could have bled out. Um, if not for the heroic efforts of this female deputy, who's a mother, by the way, and was a former, what? Um, Librarian. Yeah. I mean, are you fucking kidding me? Don't fuck around in that library. Yeah. So they get to this private hospital, and the word gets out where they're at, and guess what happens? You have mm, these mother- Somebody sends them flowers. These motherfuckers show up, talking all kinds of shit, trying to go in, blocking the entrances and exits, and saying, yeah, we're going to make this, you know, fuck you, I hope all you cops die, I hope they die. And as a matter of fact, they try blocking entrances and exits, exits, exits. as they don't know, like some of them don't know if the cops are there yet. Some of them do, because they're there. But they're basically trying to make it more difficult to save these cops' lives, and they're trying to get in there to disrupt the care of these cops. They said they wanted to visit the cops. Oh, yeah, yeah. They said, well, uh, we can't go see these people. And uh, and, and, and also, on a side note, the, the N-word bullshit, if, if this retard is going, eh, these niggas, these niggas, calling everybody a nigger, and I don't care if you're going nigga or nigger, it's the same goddamn thing. Stop giving that word so much power. Mm-hmm. I- enough. It, there should be no power to that word at all. It's like calling a white person a cracker. You just raise your eyebrow and go, yeah, that's that's cute. It should be the same at this point. Who fucking cares? Are you a little worked up? Do I seem like worked up? Because I am. I was just going by your face when you were listening oh, to that. Oh, gritting my teeth? You're a mean mug in your own computer. <laughs> I, was, I was grinding, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I was grinding fu- my teeth watching I'm this. I'm going to fucking punch you. Well, I mean, honestly, if, if I'm in a situation when I'm dealing with these fucking degenerates, I, I'm on edge right now. I, I can't get myself in those situations because I'm going to fucking snap. Listen, Lee Harvey. <laughs> Just play the video. Yeah. So I'm not going to play anymore. There's there's another, you know, 30 seconds left of this, but it's the same shit. Damn, nigga, they got it out, nigga. I'm like, okay. Yeah, you're, you're, uh, you're, you're real uh, high on the bell curve there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. So, well, that's, and that's another thing. I don't know. They're, they're trying, the Marxists are trying to foment racial hatred. Well, and have you seen who some of these Marxists are? So do you see the they're sort soft for the one. amazing troll job that uh, Trump did with uh, the Oregon State Police? No. Okay. So I don't have all of this exactly right chronologically, uh, but I'm close. So, uh, the Antifa, who's been rioting for months at a time, decides they're going to go after the federal courthouse. So the marshals get called in, plus the marshals that were there. Most of the guys, the jackbooted thugs, federal troops that they brought in, according to the Antifa, were people who worked there. Yeah. So they come out and they're defending the uh, courthouse. And Antifa says, and Ted Wheeler is going, well, it's because they brought in all these troops that this is happening. If you, If the troops yeah. leave... You know, this will – so Trump said, all right, everybody back inside the courthouse. Just defend the courthouse. Don't worry about the streets around it, all that stuff. So uh, so then the riots keep going on. So it's not going away. And Wheeler and the governor of Oregon, whose name escapes me, say, well, we're going to bring the Oregon State Police to handle this. The Oregon State Police say, we ain't coming. And we're not coming because we go down there, we put ourselves at risk, we arrest people, turn them over to the DA, and the out. DA goes, can you really prove that they were the ones who threw rocks at you? So, no, sorry. And they let him go. Back out on the street. So he said, nope, we're not doing it. Well, so Portland's looking around like, oh, shit, what do we do? You know, we can't. And the, they get more and more bold and all, all that. So Trump goes to the Oregon State Police and goes, well, not him personally, but his administration goes to him and says, how about we deputize you guys? So they do. So they roll in there and they arrest something like so now it's federal charges. Nineteen people, yeah, all under twenty, That's twenty seven, twenty eight, kids, white kids, yep, from Piece quote unquote yep. privileged backgrounds. One of the girls, they it's this skinny little bitchy looking redhead uh, that they arrest. She's twenty three years old. She graduated from some college. Her parents are probably going to be paying for for the next fifty years. Well, wait, no, they're not. Do you know why? Because they live in a one point eight million dollar house. In Connecticut, I think. Uh, and then they, no, sorry, that's where their farm is. Their seven acre <laughs> their second, second home. home yeah. um, this little bitch 
is a waste of fucking space. And she's got all these notes about how they're going to take over these vacated high-rise luxury apartments. They're going to barricade it in. They have to be ready for uh, SWAT tactics coming in. They're going to get bunches of bricks and take them up on the roof and throw them down on the cops. She's going to jail. Federal fucking prison. Good. For a while. I hope it's multiple years. Yep. Because that shows intent. It shows uh, planning. That's a great idea, though. That she, these, these police officers deputizing them. She ought to fucking go to jail. Oh, that's fantastic. I would love for her to go to jail for 10 years. Get out of jail at 33, bitch, and try and get your life back on track. With 10 years of federal charges for trying to kill cops. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to see. Yeah, you, These fucks need to get made an example of. And her stupid fucking parents. Mm-hmm. Her useless fucking parents allowing that to happen yep i'll tell you what if one of my kids were to do something like that you'd be on the street you'd be there they would the last they would be going put me in federal prison it's like that do you ever see that video of that kid getting his ass beat by his mom yeah i said the black a few kid years the ago black mom yeah she, he i got, actually think it was his grandma no no there's more than one video but well, the one i'm thinking it was his mother and he's like the skinny black kid. He's wearing like a baklava, like a yeah. And his mask. mom's like a and foot she, shorter than yeah, him. And she shows up and she's like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" She's like and slapping she him in the head, beating the shit out of him. And he's like trying to run away. And she's like, "Nah, you ain't getting away." And that's what he's doing. <laughs> like that's yeah. Like take take charge of your fucking kids if they're if they're into that kind of shit. There is no way my kids would be doing something like yeah. that. And if they did, uh, they would go to federal prison to get away from me. Mm-hmm. That shit's not gonna happen. Yeah. And so. These parents, and people say, well, who are you to judge? I'm the guy looking at the facts that we know so far and judging. Yeah. I can change my opinion and, when other and, facts and, come and to light. As a matter of fact, I'm a good parent that raised good kids, so I absolutely am right to judge this. Yeah. And if they say, who are you to judge? I'm me. Yeah. This is my opinion, and I'm having it. Yep. You know? And people say, well, you don't know their situation. I Fuck know my off. situation. I know how I raised my kids. Fuck off. Yeah. I don't have to know their situation. Right. You can't raise dirtball kids like that. So they send these kids off to school, and they probably never parented the damn kids. Kids probably just in need of a hug, you know, just someone to well, pay and attention. Then and then that's there's the indoctrination that is pernicious. It's going on, and like I said before, I keep railing on this, but there's a plan and there's a concerted effort by Marxists that have, it's been going on since the '40s, and they're just. They've been picking and choosing their times. It, it, even in the 60s, when we had the rise in the 60s, that wasn't just a spontaneous up, uprising of flower people. It was it was the Marxists saying, hey, this is, one, this is our moment. We can do this. And they were organizing and they were taking these useful idiots and making them, you know, trying to, trying to bring down society. It didn't work. And they go, okay, well, we're going to learn some lessons from this. And they just kept working at it and getting more and more um, um, embedded in the system. And, and indoctrinating kids, and then they go, the next time we'll be more ready. And this time, they're more ready, but not as ready as they think they are. These these kids are not prepared for the kind of people that may fight back against them. Yeah. And I don't think we're very far off before you see, uh, you know, veterans, soldiers who, who like, are saying, not in my country. Yeah, I went to and war. Start showing up I went overseas, stuff. and I saw this shit. I, if this shit starts going down in America, I ain't having it. Yeah. Because I come home to be home, to be away from that shit. I don't want to come home to have that same shit going on. Well, we talk about us being on edge. Oh, I can imagine the, the military. I would love to talk to some, like, current military that actually had like combat experience i would love to talk to them and see like their experience about this because i'm sure they're like fuck this these these little idiots don't even have any clue how bad it can get well here's the difference i have no clue what war's like no, i don't want to know i don't want to know i'm not going to pretend i have any idea and these kids out there are like this is war fuck you don't know what war is yeah you don't even know like as soon as you lose like 10 percent of your creature comforts you're going to be fucking crying well, I mean, like the who's it? The Commander Red kid who got oh, arrested in in Green Bay. Can I call my mom? The one that had his little flame I can't, uh, I can't go to jail. I yeah. can't go to jail. Piece of shit. Or the one guy. <laughs> there were a couple of them that fucked with that guy's car. Oh, and he got out and he's like, he, got out and he kicked the shit yeah. out of him. And he got he got up and he started walking away. And the guy said something. To him. He went back over to him. The kid just laid down on the ground like, stop, stop. Yeah. You know. Yep. They're not. They're not prepared for. They're. 
they're really tough when they're in groups of 20 and 30. Yeah. But by themselves. You know, it's funny. People say, well, how do you know your kids couldn't turn out like that? Because I know. I mean, my son and I have conversations about he'll bring up politics. He's way more politically active than I want him to be. Right. It's, yeah. It's more. And he's uh, he I always tell him all the time, don't cheer for jerseys. And he'll listen to someone talking and say, is that person a Democrat or a Republican? And instead of answering his question, I say, why do you want to know? And he goes, well, I just want to know. I'm like, you want to know so you can discount or approve of what that person's saying. Forget about yeah. what party they're with. Go with the message first. Listen to yeah. that person. Do you agree with that message? Do you think that message is a good message? Yeah. There are Democrats I think make great points, and there are Republicans yeah. I want off my side. You know? Well, you should show them videos of the where they go to college campuses, and they uh, attribute a quote to Trump that actually somebody from the left said. And the, and the college students are like, oh, that's terrible. That's, oh, it's hateful. It's worse. And they go, well, Trump really didn't say that. It was Biden or it was uh, uh, Hillary Clinton or whatever. And they go, oh. Oh, I didn't know that. It's like, yeah, you can't, you can't automatically assume that way. You know? Exactly. Take sides. Um, I wanted to, we're getting close in time here, but uh, I wanted to go to this uh, airplane situation with this woman. Oh. That I, we just have to. She a queen. So this is another example of, of the fomenting racial hatred that's going on right now and like emboldening kind of goofy people. This is black supremacy. And that's what it is. They go, oh, you can't be racist unless you're white. Unless there's no, there's absolute racists out there that are not uh, white. And uh, here's an example of it. There was a woman on a plane who wouldn't get out of the way of a stewardess that was trying to get past her flight attendant. Sorry, flight attendant that was trying to get past her to get to the serving cart. And this woman was standing in her way and just got you know, incensed that she was told to move. Or and and. I don't even, the video starts after that confrontation, so you're not sure how it went, but I'm I'm assuming that the flight attendant was at least professional. If not, if she was snooty, she was at least professional about it. It wasn't like, hey, bitch, sit down, shut up, kind of thing. So this is the response they get from it. And my phone's taking first. I need to get she to my She put her hands in me. Ma'am, I need to get to she my She want me to go to jail. Y'all see how she antagonizing me? Y'all see how the lady doing me? Yeah. Look, look, and then she coming. You look, all I'm trying to do is use the bathroom. Watch, watch. The lady is getting a yeah, bathroom. She's right in front of the bathroom. The bathroom's, there's no, I'm, I'm there's nobody child. obstructing her. I'm grown. I'm trying to use the bathroom. The lady is coming. I need to get to my door, ma'am. Now she needs to get to her door. There's a woman sitting in the seat next to this whole thing. A white woman, because you can see the back of her head is blonde or whatever. Well, I guess I shouldn't assume. She sounded white. Does that make me racist? Um, but she says, all you have to do is get out of the way. And she's, and then she goes off on her, too. Can I get to my bathroom? No. What do I got to listen to? No, I ain't blocking you. What do I got to listen to? Are you my boss? You are white privilege. You're not my boss. Sit down. Sit down. Even though she's sitting down. You're not my boss. And you're not my boss. You're white privilege. Sit down. You don't have privilege over me. Oh, I don't. Thank you. So you have privilege. No, but all of a sudden you got to go back here. So you wait for me anyways. to get to my bathroom and have yeah, respect for me like you've been having. Call them now. Call them. I need Call to get them. to my door. Good. And I need to get to my bathroom. So you write and respect people. You have white privilege and it's not here. It's over with. It's 2020. Yes, it is. Wake up. You got a mask on. Yes, I do. So, so yeah. So this, there, she's emboldened because it's 2020 and, you know, Black Lives Matter, right? Mm-hmm. So she's emboldened to be a complete cunt on this airplane and, and think that she's in the right and she's righteous and all these white bitches are going to get theirs. That's what that's what we've headed to. So uh, race relations were pretty much at an all time high, like, I don't know, before Obama became president. I, I think they were in, in a pretty good space. And. And they whittled away, whittled away, whittled away because Obama is part of this Marxist revolution. She, he's he's the the Richard Air is it Richard Ayers? head of the of the Weather Underground. Yeah, um, it's Ayers. It might not be Richard William William Ayers. Uh, he was the guy that threw the party for Obama when he got nominated for president. Threw the party at his at his residence um, to say, hey, you know, so. You you know we've got this guy this 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 Marxist uh, sympathizer who's going to be in, in the presidency. We see he he was uh, uh the head of the Weather Underground in the '60s, which was the organization that was doing the bombings of the police cruisers. Yeah. Was was fomenting this hatred under Marxism, um, 
and, and, and causing all this. So, so these same people are the ones that are emboldening people like her to do this. And, and all it is, is a destabilization technique in yeah. order to make people hate each other, not to be unified as Americans to go. Yeah, this place sucks. People, su- people suck. We're not the Americans. We, yeah, this system is the worst. We need to bring something new in. That's what they're doing. And this is what you get. You get these entitled retards that think they're, um, intelligent, but are subwits thinking that they, that they are, um, the lead, the, they, they are the ones that deserve to be in charge. Right. So I'm going to continue this. Okay. You're under the government too. You're confined and you don't have white privilege anymore. I'm a queen, California. She was from a black queen. Okay. Well, I need you don't talk because you so privileged that you got to get in somebody else and tell so yeah, she was talking to the to the stewardess there. We're like, I'm a I'm a Flight I'm a queen, and California, you know, because California, black people, whatever. I don't even know what the fuck she was getting at. And then she turns her head and looks at this white woman that was sitting in the chair, going, "Why don't you just move? Just go to the bathroom. If you have to go to the bathroom, it's right there. You don't talk to me. Go to the bathroom. You're white privilege. Yeah. You're over. Go to the bathroom. Let her through, and we're done. No, she's not having it. So she's she's having multiple conversations. With all these people thinking that she's in the right and very emboldened to say, hey, I'm in the right. I'm a fucking moron, but it doesn't matter because because Black Lives Matter. Here we go. You're not listening. I don't have to listen to you. Then go to the bathroom. You don't, you don't, you don't run me. You go to the bathroom. You shut up and stay in your lane. You have nothing to do with this little girl. I'm not talking to you. Listen to your mama. She should have told. I know you don't care. You so grown. Ma'am, I need to get to my okay. Thank you. And I need to get to the bathroom. Like I said, y'all don't run people. You don't run America. You run yourself. So get off your little mentality that you better than somebody because you're not. Thank you. Yeah, huh? That's what I say. See this little shit right here? This whole little mentality. But you need to understand, you don't run America no more. Everyone seated at this time. And guess what? When I was 14, they said, oh, you people are so defiant. the shit out that white bitch. When she called me that, oh, y'all white bitch. White bitch. And this is the end of this video I have, but there's more video after this where she's finally, where an officer finally comes and escorts her out. It's a black officer. Obviously, he must hate himself and be an Uncle Tom and a coon. Yeah. Yeah. White people. But he's a race he escorts her off, and as she is, gets escorted off, she gets even more racist, and she talks not even just like white bitches. She's talking about how genetically inferior white people are. Well, and that blonde hair and blue eyes come from black people. Black makes all colors. Yeah, she yep. says, and yeah, and that and the cave dwellers and all the Farrakhan bullshit. How our recessive genes make us inferior and all that legitimate racist rhetoric. Do you know? Do you know what happens if you mix the primary colors? Do you know what color you get? Gray. Yeah. Yeah. So she she's a legitimate racist. Pure Absol- and simple. Yeah, absolutely. And, and an ignorant racist. Like like You mean an ignorant. Ignant. And and what's funny about this is they always talked about how they always make fun of racist white people and being from the South and missing all their teeth and being like, Oh white people, we rule the world kind of stuff. And that's like a stereotype that's really not true. But right now, these ignorant ratchet black women right now that really don't have an IQ above probably seventy, I'm assuming. Are think they're gene- genetically superior. It's to higher than else. that because like eighty is like Forrest Gump stuff. Well, that's where I'm. That's where I think she's at. <laughs> but but they, she thinks she's genetically superior to yeah. other races, and it's like you're not even genetics genetically superior to ninety percent of your own race, and you're sitting there thinking that. But that's the foment. That's what's fomenting from Black Lives Matter and from white liberals that have that attitude of. Well, we don't need to hold higher standards for black people because they really can't keep those standards. I wonder what Tony Sotomayor would say about her. Oh, God. If you've ever heard Tommy Sotomayor. Oh, it's Tommy? Tommy. Tommy. Sotomayor talk. He, uh, I'm surprised he got on YouTube as long as he could. But he's a black guy that uh, that talks all kinds of shit about ignorant black people, black women especially. Um, but, yeah, it's like. Just like we talk about some ignorant white people. Exactly. I was just going to say, there. if you look at these college campuses, and with uh, with Caitlin Bennett um, from Liberty Hangout, and she works for uh, she does some stuff for um, Alex she Jones for, too. She does it for Blaze too, doesn't she? Uh, I think Alex Maybe Jones. Not. Okay, but she'll interv- she'll talk to these white girls in college campuses. It's the exact same um, attitude. They're ignorant as fuck, but think they're brilliant. I don't know if, uh, like I said, I don't know if that's a whole lot different than the people I went to college with. I don't know if 
I was a whole lot different when I but went to college. But it's not a racial as as... thing. It's a, it's a culture yeah. thing. And it's not just stuck with the black culture or white culture or any other culture, but it comes from the left. Absolutely. Because if you're on the right, you don't have this kind of attitude. Whatever race you have, if you're on the right, you don't have this superiority attitude. So anytime you come up with a, with a racist from whatever race, they're not going to be coming from the right. They're going to be coming from the left. There's a whole lot of there's a whole lot of the uh, righteous Christians on the right though. That's yeah, not that's about different. race. I don't think that's, it's, yeah, yeah, it's not about race. It's about it's about who's getting to heaven. Uh, that's that's not. I mean, they, as long as you're you know on board with the with their religious ideology, you're right. fine. It doesn't have to do with the race. So that's not a right left wing thing. Not, yeah. it's not political. No, but it's still it's yeah. a self righteousness. Right, but but right now the most self righteous people are on the left. Oh, absolutely. So. On that note, we're uh, running up on time here. Aww. Yeah, and I wanted to get to our 3,000 questions about me so that people could learn more about Rooster and Crow. <laughs> so next time, for sure, we'll get a few of those questions in. Sure we will. Uh, but if you want to contact us in the meantime, it's uh, uh, email is rooster at breadandcircusespodcast.com or crow at breadandcircusespodcast.com. And look us up on the Facebook page, Bread and Circuses Podcast. Like, share, give us comments, all that stuff. We appreciate it. See you, bye.